0: You Lord, Amen. How many of you love the Word? Let me, real quickly, just share a little bit on prayer. Uh, Turn your neighbor and say, "I believe that God answers prayer." You can be seated just for a moment, and we're going to pray. I'm looking forward to it. I believe. I I just feel moved to pray tonight. Anybody feel moved to pray? I really do. And so we're going to pray, but I want to read to you an amazing. It's, it's, it, as a matter of fact, James writes this so casually, you don't catch what he said. It, you, you don't stop and think about, what did I just read? But he's talking about prayer. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And as he, if he has committed sins, they'll be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another so that you can be healed. Are you catching all the benefits of prayer already? But now here comes, here comes where James writes something like he's telling you what time it is, but it's so powerful. He says, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, let me paraphrase that just a bit. The effectual, fervent, heartfelt, heartfelt, sincere prayer of somebody right with God. Anybody right with God here tonight because of Jesus? Okay. The effectual heartfelt prayer that a a righteous person prays avails much. Now, the Amplify puts it this way, releases great power, dynamic in the way that it works, dynamic in its working. The, The effectual, heartfelt, fervent prayer of a true believer releases great power. I'm going to just stop there for a second let that sink in. It releases what kind of power? Nuclear power? Gunpowder? What kind of power? Dynamite power? Spiritual power? The greatest power of all. Releases. It releases as if it was kind of pent up. And when you pray, it's released. Releases great power, dynamic, in the way that it works. In other words... It's answered in truly spectacular ways. Dynamic in the way that it works. You can't miss it. And then he draws, he tells us something. You got to stop and think about what you're reading. Elijah, now he's going back to Elijah, prophet of fire. He was a man subject to passions just like we are. In other no, words, let me just paraphrase that. He's just like you and me. He's no different from you and me. He was not a super saint. All right? Elijah, who called fire down from heaven, uh, who was this well known as the prophet of fire, and he was taken up in one of the raptures or types of rapture uh, in the Old Testament. He was taken up alive into heaven with the chariots of fire. That prophet of fire was just like you and me. That's what James is telling us. He's just like you and me. He's saying, don't super saint him. He's just like you and me. He had the same kind of feelings and emotions. We know that he did because when Jezebel threatened his life, he ran in fear. He was just like you and me. No different, but look what it says. He prayed earnestly. There's that heartfelt prayer. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain. What a prayer. Now, I'm the opposite these days right now. I'm praying fervently for some rain. But but he was praying earnestly that it might not rain. Because remember, he had told Ahab, it's not going to rain till I say so. Remember when he told Ahab that? And Ahab and all of his court laughed as he walked away. And you can almost hear them saying, who was that old fool? Okay? But they didn't say that as the weeks turned into months, turned into years, and there was no rain. Not going to rain till I say so. For three and a half years it did not rain. But here James gives us a little glimpse into what Kings doesn't tell us. He's telling us that when he said that to Ahab, He then walked away and prayed that it would not rain. He knew what God's will was. God's will is it won't rain until they repent of Baalism. But knowing God's will, he still went and prayed. And he prayed fervently. And it says it did not rain for three and a half years. Please catch the gravity of this. Nature was made to, to bow to the prayer of this man. And he prayed again when they had repented of Baalism. And it says, the earth brought forth her rain. The heaven gave rain. And we know that his prayer for rain, when it, there had not been any for three and a half years, was a persevering prayer. Because seven times his servant went to look for any sign of clouds, and there were none. And so he said, Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back. Seven times he said, Go back, and he comes back and says, Well, the seventh time. Hey, Hey, boss, I got a little bit of good news. There's a tiny little cloud out there about as big as a man's hand. And Elijah said, you better tell Ahab to get into his chariot and head for the house because there's about to be a gully washer. That's my paraphrase. And it rained deluges. It rained. Now, I want you just to notice here, and and we're going to pray the power of prayer, the power of just a heartfelt prayer from a normal, regular guy. It was just like you and me, James tells us, just like you and me, but he, he prayed with all his heart and God said, okay. And rain was withheld for three and that brought a whole nation to its knees broke the back of Baalism, brought the end to 400 false prophets of Baal. It was huge what it did. You have not because you ask not. So I just wanted to read that to give us an idea, a sense of the power that's available in prayer. If it wasn't available, James would not have written it. This is New Testament writing. Amen. So who knows what God will do after our prayer tonight? Who knows what God will do? But I do know this. I'm not going to pray uh, halfway. We want to pray with our whole being. The earnest, heartfelt prayer of a person who's right with God releases great power. Dynamic in the way that it manifests itself. The results are dynamic. So let's stand together tonight, can we? Now I gotta tell you, church, when Elijah prayed like he did, Israel was in the pit of, of Baal worship. They were, they were, had been ruined by Baal worship. The worship of this false idol. The the nation was in deep, deep trouble, and one man prayed. One man prayed, and it turned everything. Our nation is in just as much trouble tonight. I've never seen, and I don't mean to be grim. I'm just being truthful. I've never seen more darkness, more confusion, more depravity, degeneracy, lostness, Departure from God, moral chaos, rejection of God, increasing persecution of Christians. We, our nation is really, I think, in just as bad a place. I'm going to go ahead and say it, if not worse than was Judah when Elijah prayed. They were sacrificing their children to this idol are we not sacrificing our children? Oh yes, we are. So if one man could pray and see this, what about churches all over America? What about a church? Just pray. And and what can God do if all of these people are agreeing together? So let's pray. Father, we come to you for our country. Lord, we are grieved every day over the direction of America. Lord, how we need you tonight, how we desperately need God. Lord, we hardly uh, feel able to look up at you when we see where our nation has gone, the depth of the sin, the profundity of the sin. Truly, Lord, the depths of Satan. Lord, on every hand, we have drifted from you, walked away from you, forsaken you, denounced and renounced you. Lord, we have walked away from you and gone our own way, and we're living after the dictates of our own heart. And, Lord, as a result, we've drifted into deep darkness. And yet, Lord, we see that one man, when his nation had drifted totally away from God, one man prayed, and the nation was brought to its knees. And so, Lord, we come to you tonight. In the name of Jesus, as a church family, we thank you for the promise, Lord, that if we pray according to your will, if we agree together as touching anything that is according to your will on earth, it will be done by the Father in heaven. And we know, Lord, that the only answer is not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's not Libertarian. It's not found in the White House. It's not found in Washington. No, the only answer, Lord, is Almighty God pouring out revival and breaking the back of the devil off this nation like you did Israel in the days of Elijah. And so, Lord, we come and we grab hold of the horns of the altar. Lord, we come as a church family we have come tonight, Lord, we have dedicated this service to prayer, because, Lord, we know that prayer is the only hope we have, that prayer is the only thing that will bring permanent, lasting, real, uh, true change to America. And so, Lord, we do pray for our nation. We pray for the White House. We pray for the politicians. We pray for those who are signing laws, signing their names on laws that, that grieve God, that vex God, that are against God. We pray, Lord, that you will raise up righteous men, righteous women into office, Lord. They will change this thing, turn this thing. But more than that, we pray that you would pour out a spirit of repentance. Lord, a spirit of true, holy ghost-sent repentance. Repentance on Lord Washington. Repentance in every state. Repentance from coast to coast. Repentance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Send Holy Ghost conviction, Lord Jesus. You said when the Spirit of, of God is sent, you said when he comes, he will convict the world. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment to come. Lord, how we need to be so aware now, Lord, of our sin and of true righteousness in Christ, and of the judgment that is galloping our way if there is not repentance. And so, Lord, we pray that you will bring Holy Spirit conviction, Lord, all over this land to adults, to politicians, Lord, to students, to teenagers, to young adults, to Marys, to families, that you would send conviction of sin, open our eyes that we can see open our eyes so we can know open our eyes so we can grasp the gravity of the situation lord in the name of jesus we pray that you will move on hearts from new york to california that you will move on hearts in the midwest that you will move on hearts you will move on judges you will move on governors you will move on mayors you will move on legislators you will move on the president you will move on the vice president you will move Lord we are praying fervently with all of our heart that Lord you would send mercifully not that we deserve it Lord we do not we don't deserve your mercy but because of the blood of Jesus we pray for mercy Because of the shed blood of Jesus, we come boldly to the throne of grace tonight that we might obtain mercy and find the help the help we need, the grace we need in the hour of need, the time of need. We need mercy. We need grace. And we need grace and we need mercy. Lord, we need you to pour out the mercy of the living God. And Lord, move like a mighty, a mighty tidal wave of your spirit. We saw you do it in the 70s, Lord. We saw you move across the entire United States of America and other parts of the Western world. We saw people get saved right and left. People convicted in their own house. Convicted while they walked down the street. There was a touch of God that was supernatural and inexplicable. And yet, Lord, you did it. And we're asking you to do it again. Lord, send revival. Can can you say amen, church? Send revival. Come on, church. I want us to cry out. Say, send revival, Lord. Send revival, Lord. Come on, cry out, church. Cry out. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Send revival. Send an awakening. Let souls be saved everywhere, all over the country. Let souls be saved. Lord, we know apart from you, we can do nothing. And we know that if you don't move, Lord, it's done. But if you move, if you move, we know anything is possible. Lord, have mercy on the children. Have mercy on the children all over this land. Being confused with with wrong messaging about their gender, their sexuality who they were born to be. And, Lord, many are being abused for life. We pray that you have mercy on the children. They don't know any better, Lord, and they're being taken advantage of. We pray for mercy. We pray for mercy for teenagers who are being so deceived, who are also hearing wrong messaging deceptive messaging. Lord, we pray, have mercy on them. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver them. We just thank you, Lord, for strengthening the family, having mercy on the family. Lord, having mercy on this country. Lord, we thank you for hearing us on this, in the name of Jesus. We have a visiting pastor here tonight, Corey Smithy of North Elevation Church in Mansfield, and I'm asking Corey to come up and pray for our city. Pastor Corey, give him a welcome here tonight, and he's going to pray. Thank you, Lord. I don't have time to go through Psalms 83, but I want
1: to read the very last verse, and I'm going to make a point, and I'm going to add something in and see if you catch it, and I have something I want to say to everyone. Then they learned... That you alone are called the Lord, that you alone, El Elyon, are the most high, supreme over all the earth. I want you to think for a moment what you've already deemed impossible is possible because of El Elyon. He is supreme, most high God. There is nothing he cannot do. And I need to share this, being with you talking about praying for the city, when I think of where you're at, Fort Worth. Rochelle and I sit on Judge O'Hare's personal counsel. We get to speak into his life and pray for him. If you don't know what your judge, commissioner, your county judge is, he's the governor of your county. And he has made a stand in a way I haven't seen anyone in a very long time. And all the darkness has come to the surface And when I prayed at the county commissioner's court to open it, there was so much darkness in there. Every group you can think of that we we are standing against was there. And I did not pray a prayer that made everybody feel good. I petitioned El Elyon. There are things going on in your county and in your city that are dark. And we've been privy to some of that. And we are praying and standing in the gap with him. And I'm going to encourage you to stand in the gap with your judge, O'Hare. Because he is a godly man and he's making a stand, pastor, that I haven't seen pastors take. And we need to pray for our county and for the city. So, Father God, we come to you tonight in the name of El Elyon tonight the most high God, supreme over everything. There is nothing impossible for you. Father, every agenda that is being brought to the surface and its goal is to wreck everything good and godly and pure, we take a hold of that now in the name of Jesus, and we pull it down now in the name of Jesus. We render it helpless in Jesus' name. At the roots of its source, I command it to dry up and die in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for moving. We call on you, God. Nothing has passed by you. You have not forgotten Fort Worth. You have for not, for not forgotten Tarrant County. There is nothing that's passed by your eye that you have not seen. You're looking for us to stand up and do our part. Tonight, Father, we come in the name of Jesus, and we pull down every dark, evil attack against our judge in Jesus' name. We stand in the gap and we plead the blood of Jesus over Judge O'Hare and his family. And Father, I thank you that you're strengthening him, encouraging him, giving him the strength to continue to fight the fight that he is fighting night and day. And Father, I thank you that you're moving in a very special way in Fort Worth. I thank you, Father, that you're uprooting everything within the city. If it's in the council that it's uprooted and moved out, someone else is moving in. Father, from the top to the bottom. Father, I'm praying for a cleaning of house until we have righteousness in the city. Father, in the county commissioners. Father, I believe you can turn anybody around. Nobody on that commission, Father, is beyond your touch and your salvation. I thank you, Father. For sending the laborers throughout this, the city, throughout the county. Father, men and women, young people that are bold and unafraid. They're not going to be concerned that some special interest group is going to rise up in the meeting and embarrass them. They don't care. They're going to pray. They're going to stand. And they're going to release the good news gospel. And Father, I thank you that that is going to happen in a rapid way in Fort Worth, Texas. And Father, as I pray for the city, I pray for a shaking. I mean shaking, God. I mean the walls being shaken in the church, in the pulpits. Father, I have reached a point where I have been petitioning you if they're not going to speak the truth, remove them. Get somebody in there that'll stand. And Father, I pray for pastors in this city that will stand up, preach the truth unashamedly, and call on El Yon, the great and mighty, most high God that's supreme over everything and stop worrying about the money, fame, fortune, celebrity, and only concern themselves with the favor of God. And preach the truth. God, I'm praying for a shaking. And that that shaking go all the way down into the core of the church and wake up the church. In Jesus' name. And that we arise. And be who we declare that we are. In our actions and not just our words. Father, we decree and declare all this in the strong, powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Jonathan, come and let's let's pray for the church. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
2: God, we thank you right now, O Lord, that you are where our help comes from, Father. We have no other help, God, but you, O Lord all other is sinking sand all other is faulty god all other has not been tested and tried like your word father we know god your promises are yes and amen god we know that we can count on you father so we call on the god of heaven and earth god the the god of universe god the god almighty father god we call on you right now oh god father we are your people oh lord you have called us out by the precious blood of jesus christ and i'm praying right now for every single church in this city, in this country, in this world, Father, to preach the unashamed gospel of Jesus Christ. Would not compromise, O oh God. Would not seek appeasement from men, Father. Would not seek royalties, O oh God. But would only seek to please heaven, God. Would only seek your amen, Father. I pray right now, God, that you remove all hirelings right now in the name of Jesus, God. All false prophets, God. That you would shut their mouths in the name of Jesus, Father. For leading people astray. I pray right now, O oh Lord, that you would have a church, Father, that is diligent, O oh God, in studying the word. That studies the the word themselves, O oh Lord, and is not relying on Sunday morning, God. I pray right now, Father, we would study to show ourselves approved, oh Lord, because God, you have called us as the bride, and we will shine forth glorious, God, and radiantly, Father, declaring your name, Father. So I'm praying right now, oh God, that we would not conform to the world, that we would turn away from the world, Father, and there would be a distinction in the house of God, a distinction on this earth, oh Lord, that these are your people, Father, that your hand is on your people, Father, that the people of the world will see that these are the ones who God has chosen, O Lord, to declare the goodness of God. I pray, Father, that we would call evil, evil, and good, good, Father, that we would not try to blend and mix everything in, O God, and that the world would look at us and they would be confused. No, God, they would look at us and they would see the answer. They will look at us and they will see Jesus Christ. They will look at us and they will see the answer to all the world's remedies and problems, Father. So I'm asking right now, O Lord, that the church will be the church that you have called us to be, Father, that we will not shake down, that we will not cower, Father, that we would not hide in the darkness, oh God, But we would shine bright like the radiant beauty that you have given us, O Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we will be serious about your business, O Lord, that we will not be about the world, that we will pray, that we will fast, that we will lift holy hands, and they will pour out our souls unto you, oh God, because you are the only only one that can help us father so god i'm asking right now that you shake us up out of our complacency god that we will no longer be about our agenda oh god but we will seek first the kingdom of god and all His righteousness and all these other things will be added oh god and i pray right now father that you would do that oh god because god only you can do it father We are your people. We are your people. And you are our God, Father. So lead us, O God. Lead us, God. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow us for all the days of our life, Father. And let us pursue wholeheartedly righteousness and holiness, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we
0: thank you. Amen, 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 amen. Well... The Bible says if two or more of you agree as touching, as I've already quoted. So what I want us to do, I want us to, to take a few minutes. Everybody in here has a need. If you don't have a need, I want you to come pray for me. I want your anointing. All right? Everybody has a need. But I want you to turn just two people. If, if you're a couple, turn to two other people. But turn to a few people around you and just say, here's what I need prayer for. And I'm going to ask, when you're sharing your prayer request, don't share it and, and let the next person share. Uh, okay. Don't dominate, but say, here's what I need. I need some money. I need some bills paid. I need a breakthrough at home. I need my marriage healed. But be careful that you say that, that they're not your spouse in right next to you. Okay. Or I need to see my kids get saved, whatever it is, share it and then pray for one another. We're going to do it for just a few minutes. And then we're going to come back together and and wrap up in prayer. So just turn to a couple of people, two, three, four people, and share a need with them. And I want the teenagers to all come up here because I want to pray with you guys again. Can you all let me do that? All the teenagers, come up here. I so enjoyed it last time. I want to do it again. I want to pray with you. All the teenagers, amen. Come on. All right, everybody, if we could stand up together. I hate to spoil a good prayer meeting, but I want to go ahead and get us to uh, have a final prayer. And I wonder if I could get Ronnie, if you could lead us in that chorus that we were singing before uh, your last chorus, whatever it was. The name of Jesus. Yeah, what a powerful name it is. And let's sing this. And uh, then we're going to have a final prayer. I got to pray with all the teenagers again. There was way more of them this time than last time. Amen. How many of you can say, I used to be a teenager? Doesn't seem like too long ago. All right. Let's worship right now. Lead us, Ronnie.
3: What a powerful name it
0: is.
3: What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The
0: name of Jesus. Jonathan, come down and we're going to pray over the one conference before we go. Amen. Grab a mic. yeah. They're having their one conference Saturday. Anything you want to say before we pray? Hello? Yeah, if if you're a teenager
2: here and you haven't signed up, it's not too late. Sign up today. Amen. It's going to be great. I'm
0: telling you, you're going to love it. Amen. All right. Uh, Johnny, come on down. And uh, Corey, would you come? And let's just pray for an incredible success Saturday. Teenagers are going to be touched. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for the youth group. We thank you, Lord, for this conference coming up Saturday, this annual conference. And we pray, Lord, that you will mightily bless it. Lord, you'll bless the speakers. Lord, bless all that is done. Bless the teenagers with an incredible, life-changing touch from Almighty God. It will literally set the trajectory of their life towards Jesus and for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for being with Jonathan. We thank you, Lord, for a great success, and we're going to hear incredible testimonies from this Saturday. And, Lord, we thank you that we have been heard tonight, and we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. Uh, we thank you that we're going to see results, dynamic in their working. We thank you that we haven't prayed in vain, but no, Lord, you heard us. And every promise of God is yes and amen through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your power being released on this country, on this city, and on this church. In Jesus' name, amen.